after they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. In the Scottish Premiership, Hamilton 0, St Johnston 1. Hearts 1, Motherwell 0. Kilmarnock 5, Partick Thistle 1. And Rangers 2, Ross County 1. In the Scottish Championship, Brecon City 1, St Mirren 2. Dunfermline 2, Queen of the South 5. And Morton 0, Dundee United 2. Scottish League 1, Area United 3, Queen's Park 2. East 5 1, Strenrar 1. 4 for 0, Alloa 1. Scottish League 2, Elgin City 1, Edinburgh City 1. Montrose 3, Berwick Rangers 0. Stennis Muir 1, Annan Athletic 3. And in the English Premier League, West Ham United 1, Chelsea 0. Burnley 2, Watford 0. Crystal Palace 2, Bournemouth 2. Huddersfield Town 2, Brighton 0. Swansea City 1, West Bromwich Albion 0. And Tottenham Hotspur 5, Stoke City 1. That's you up to speed. The open line is now open. 0141 951 1025. The same number as every night. Don't get confused with the auction number 01419511025 Rangers fans, you finally got the three wins in a row Get in touch, how happy or otherwise were you with today's performance What have you made of what's been going on in the last couple of days You see Derek McInnes responding to the statement last night As Aberdeen get back to winning ways Where do you want to see the club go from here Partick Thistle fans, speak to us Consider it a form of therapy You've been hammered 5-1 away at Kilmarnock we are all ears if you want to give us your opinion. Hearts 1, Motherwell 0, Hamilton 0, St Johnson 1 as well. So the phone lines are open, but it's five past five. So let's round off the previous hour on the Cash for Kids sports auction and remind ourselves of those all-day prizes, the only ones that are still open. Here's Lorraine. Well, what an amazing and rather frantic 15, 20 minutes we had there. The phones were just going crazy. So what did we end up with? Well... The uh, five-day driving training course went for a fantastic £1,250, thanks to William Carmichael. The tour of Ibrox Stadium for six people uh, went for £250 to an anonymous bidder. The tour of Celtic Stadium for six people went for £500, thanks to John from the Celtic Peter Scarf Supporters Bus. The signed Sir Chris Hoy bike also went to John for £1,000. The two VIP tickets for the night with the Celtic Legends dinner also went to John for £750 and the two VIP tickets for the night with the Rangers Legends dinner went for £850 thanks to Will from WB Joinery. Now as you said Gordon, we are now focusing for the next three quarters of an hour on the two big all day prizes. I'll recap them again because they've done a little bit of, they've had a little bit of movement in the last few hours but not as much as we would like so this is now your chance. So the road to Hamden is currently sitting at £850 thanks to Brian Henry. Now that's of course been donated by James Mortimer and Citation Bar and Restaurant. You and a guest enjoy a fantastic day at the Scottish Cup Final. You arrive at Citation in the Merchant City, welcomed with some champagne, a delicious three-course meal with drinks. Then you're driven out to Hamden to watch the match from debenture seating and return transport to the city centre afterwards. And the second big prize, you will never walk alone. That's the Liverpool FC package donated by Martin Whitestream Marine Training. It's currently sitting at £1,350 from Gary Walker Butchers. Now, as a match day VIP, you will see the game with exceptional hospitality. So what does that include? 
Well, I'll rattle through this. First class rail travel for you and a guest. Overnight accommodation at the Beatles Hard Days Night Hotel for two. Access for two people at an executive box. This is for one match within the 16-17 season. 16-17 season, sorry. Reception drink upon arrival. Exquisite five course meals served before the game with beer, house wine and soft drinks. Halftime team coffee, a host for your box and a former LFC player is in attendance. A match day gift, betting facilities, all the usual stuff you would expect at a big game like this. So now these will be closing at 5.45 sharp. And the lines, as if you didn't know them by now, 0141 565 2356. Thanks to Lorraine. We'll keep you up to speed. Remember, those ones close at 5.45. The road to Wembley is open till 6 o'clock on the text. I'll tell you a bit more about that in just a moment or two. But let's get straight to the phone lines. I did say the open line was open. 0141-951-1025. Anthony is a Rangers fan in Wishaw. Hi, Anthony. How you doing, Ollie? Yeah, not bad. What did you make of that this afternoon? Well, I was at the game. I broke the first half. It's easy to sing what Daniel is. I'm because that was the team to get on his case, but... I think we'll see it. I mean, he scored, I know he scores goals and stuff, but he contributes nothing. Absolutely nothing during the game. What great, his touch. It just shouldn't have been a Rangers chair. I don't think, uh, first half Rangers in terms of the, the whole team. Let me ask Let me ask Gordon DL about that Anthony The line's a bit unclear But we could hear you Carlos Peña Gordon uh, Coming in for some criticism uh, From Anthony there You were you were obviously at the game mm-hmm. And you've got to Obviously acknowledge It was three points in the bag That's that's job done But Anthony was Not too happy with Carlos Peña Yeah I've been uh, One of his biggest critics um, Gordon to be honest with you um, Not just for the price tag And the rumours about wages And stuff like that But I don't mind someone having a bad game because you can't play well every single game. But put something into the game. As I touched on the first half, Candia's over on the right-hand side. He was taking pelters from the Rangers supporters. But all credit to the lad. He kept going, he kept going. And I thought he was terrific second half. I, uh, second half, I called it at half-time. There was no way in the world Graham Murty could take another 15, 20 minutes of Peña he never touched the ball he literally never got he never looked for it it looked like it was too cold a day for him maybe I'm doing the, the lad injustice I'm not wanting to be you know harping on about him all the time because people think oh you're picking on him but if I was coming along and paying my money give me a bit of effort don't no, come back right. in Anthony I agree but I don't you're saying too cold a day for him genuinely that's what it looks like it just looks as if he just can't be bothered I mean this guy's on decent money and mechanic. Just simple stuff like getting the ball under control. It's going under his fit. What you said about Candias was right as well. The first half, I was at the seat I had was right next to him. And the game just passed him by. But it just looked as if he wasn't interested. The second half, he was brilliant. He was back to his normal self, like what he, how he was like against Aberdeen. And the last he, could, he could have easily went off with Peña. But to, to be fair to Graham Murty, he decided to change the shape a little bit. The diamond wasn't working. Ross County counteracted that by playing a diamond herself. Just went man for man. It wasn't working. So, to be fair to Murty, he changed the system. He went 4-2-3-1. And he got Condéas in a little bit and up and down the right-hand side. Some of wow. his touches in front of me were absolutely f- fantastic. It was great to watch. Second half. 3-4. 3-4. They were 5-10 minutes each other. Just wee flicks into Kenny Miller. Yeah, 
Yeah, but uh, I know what the Rangers fans will be saying because I look at Pena sometimes and he gets a couple of goals and everybody then comes on the phone in and gives you a little bit of stick. Well, that's fine. You're all, it's all about opinions on the day. I thought today, I thought Graham Murty got it 100% spot on. I would, uh, In fact, I'm, I'm going to say he never got it 99% spot on because I wouldn't, I, he wouldn't have lasted 45 minutes with me with the effort he's putting in. Thanks to Anthony in Wishart. Guys... Just to, to balance things up a bit Because we know that That's a Rangers fan on the phone He's not happy with Carlos Pena Not particularly happy with the performance Taking a lot of stick in the last couple of nights For the Derek McInnes situation And the statement All that into account Hugh Keevans Rangers are second Rangers are second in the yeah. table Despite all of this So Are we react, Are we overreacting to some of, of the negatives do you think? Well the, the month of December will be important Gordon There the are four points uh, adrift of Celtic But Celtic have two games in hand uh, they're at Easter Road next to play Hibs Which will be a fair old occasion uh, it, It's all life on a game by game basis now for Rangers You know, the, Hamilton, Dundee, problems Next two games, Aberdeen, two wins, no problem yeah, Three in a row you, for the just, first time Just quickly, I think it comes down to one thing, consistency I watch Rangers maybe every second week And one week I watch them and you think, oh yeah, they're getting it going, everybody's blending in, it's a good system, the diamond's working, they're moving the ball very quickly, they look a real good team. And then today, they look Joey Average, to be quite honest Gordon, with you. And I think they were lucky to get the 2-1 victory. God, let me ask you a question. Would you hunt Carlos Pena in January if you could? I would do it then now if I could. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd phone up Santa Claus and say, pick him up. You see, this is, where it, somewhere. this is where it gets messy. You know, if Rangers do not have a permanent manager in place by the start of the transfer window, who will Mark Allen take these decisions to be rid of Pena if he can, to be rid of Candias if he wants, or Herrera? I, well, I, I would stick by Candias, but I'll tell you what the biggest problem's going to be, Hugh. If it's right, reportedly they paid over £2 million for this guy, and he's on a big wage, who in their right mind is going to go and give you that percentage, a big percentage of that money back? Because if I if if I was sitting here, for instance, as a scout today, to with a with a view saying right, okay, he's having a bad time in Scotland. Football may not suit him. I'm going. His effort was. I couldn't believe somebody putting a jersey on and can't even put a bit of effort in. If the lad had a bad game, I would have backed him. The same way as I've done with Candace uh, out in the right wing. He was having a bad first 45 minutes, but at least he was putting effort in. But again, Gordon, uh, Derek, this goes back to, to kind of what I was hinting at there. I'm not, obviously, you've got to say what you see, and if you don't think sure. the guys are up to it, then that's fine. But despite all of these apparently underperformers, Rangers, Rangers are still second, so maybe it's just not quite as bad as... Well, that's that's the bottom line. I think in terms of football, I'm, I'm not talking I, about the managerial I think with, situation. I think, with, I think with Rangers, I think there has been an awful lot of negativity because people are expecting more from Rangers Football Club. I know they're still trying to find their feet and everything else, but they're thinking, well, you had eight million pound to spend on players. You know, you've maybe got two or three that are doing well. The rest probably aren't doing well. But you're right. You know, they, they fought their way up. There was a time I can't remember who said it when before the two Aberdeen games when Aberdeen were six points ahead. Rangers could be 12 points behind Aberdeen in second place, you know, for that second place. And all of a sudden, within the two games, they're on top of Aberdeen. They go behind again today because Aberdeen won last night. 
And then they win the game Not pretty But how many times have we said that about Celtic In the last two or three weeks They haven't played well But they've won games And that's the important thing today They might have not been great today But they've taken the three points Which is the most important thing And they'll go back second The biggest thing for Rangers Is the results All the time It's all And they've got to be Obviously we'll be talking about it Winning three games in a row For the first time in a, a long time that's not good enough But they're just grinding yeah. away all the time yeah. But a club like Rangers It doesn't matter When they arrived up into the top flight again They've still not got the quality of players That's going to do anything anywhere Whether it's in Europe Or going challenge Celtic for the title Or, or anything like that So Rangers have got to look to lift them And I, I think you ask every Rangers fan It goes to the game week in week out They're not enjoying sitting watching the team The way they play They go through these spells The Aberdeen games You'd be delighted with that The previous two games They weren't happy about that Today they wouldn't be happy They'll be happy with the result They'll be happy now I've said it for for weeks Murdo about consistency And Gordon's right Gordon just said it there again That's their problem They do really well against Aberdeen You're saying well That's the start They've set the benchmark now And then they come out today Don't play well But at least they win the game Davies and Cumbernauld Hi Davy. How you doing alright mate? Yeah not bad What's in your mind Davy? It's about the managerial uh, situation at Ibrox and now, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, realistically, I think they should give Marty the chance, give him it to the end of the season. Obviously, your man Mark Allen in the background, he's looking at uh, possible uh, transfers for January. Uh, you're saving yourself a, a million pound by appointing uh, Derek McInnes and your man Tony Doherty. Listen, I know, I know, Graham Murray, he's under 20s manager, but he seems to be, he's getting the players playing for him, mate. He's getting the results. Saving myself a million pounds at Rangers these days. It's realistic, mate. That's, that's why I guess we're going to have to learn in the next couple of weeks, Hugh Keevens, because it's, it's early days. What you have to say Because it's a fact Is that Graham Murty Has done what Pedro Cachinha couldn't And what yeah. uh, Mark Warburton Couldn't in the top flight Laterally And get th- Those three consecutive wins But We also accept That he lost a couple of, of So called easier games yeah. Earlier in his, his time At the moment Rangers have no option But to go with Graham Murty Because there's no one yeah, else Davey's saying Till the end of the season Not yeah, only till the yeah, end of the year Yeah uh, But there's no one on the horizon If you ask Any Rangers supporter Who do you want They'll all give you a different answer or some will simply say, I don't know, because they're bamboozled by it all now. So Graham Murty is there because there is no one else on the horizon. Now remember, our all-day prizes on the Cash for Kids Sports Auction running until quarter to six. That's the Road to Hamden Brilliant Scottish Cup prize, the You'll Never Walk Alone Liverpool prize as well. And the third one, which is the one I get to mention, and I love it because it's such a good prize, is the Road to Wembley. And this is the one that everyone can take part in. So I'm going to tell you the full details about that in just a second. But let's just pause for a second because you've been hearing me all day banging on about the Cash for Kids Sports Auction and how we need your money and, and all the rest of it. But why? Why do we need your money? Where does it go? Well, last Christmas we supported over 78,000 That's 78,000 children And this year we're hoping to meet the demand which we have Which will see over 90,000 children receive help from Cash for Kids Across Glasgow in the West And this is this is the sad bit This is the properly sad bit The new end child poverty stats show that in Glasgow So we're talking right here on our doorstep One in three children are living in poverty And in some areas this figure is as high as one in two that is shocking. 
It's disgraceful It's hard to listen to 2017 And that's where we're at Now every single pound That we raise Does go back to local children Not a single penny Goes being spent On administration costs Or anything like that That's why we really appreciate it When you help us out At this time of year And we help various uh, Groups and people Across uh, our area For instance The GK Experience Being one of them That's a youth group That helps disadvantaged Young people People realise their potential All across Glasgow in the West uh, Callum works there He's seen families Who don't have the money To do the most basic things in life There's a family that we've been supporting For the past three to four years Who when we turned up at their door Last Christmas We discovered that There was no electricity in the house So we went round the house And tried to turn on all the lights And there was actually no light bulbs We got an electricity card And we were able to fill the freezer With just basic food Something that will help them over Christmas A lot of the families are quite humble They don't want to ask for help Which is something that In this day and age They should be able to ask for help And not feel like they're getting judged I mean, guys, seriously Right on our doorstep No electricity on Christmas Day that's, That's why we do this I would say this to you These are appalling stories Appalling figures But we are not here to politicise We are here to offer practical assistance With the help of the Super Scoreboard listening audience That's why I say on an annual basis Cash for Kids is our finest hour We're not here to politicise We're here to help we are indeed And like I say The way that you can help This doesn't matter If you don't think You've got enough money To take part in the auction Because this one only costs £5 The road to Wembley I'm sure you've heard it But if you haven't Listened to this Outstanding prize we've got We've got the Weekend starts off Here in Glasgow You get the champagne breakfast At 29 This is FA Cup weekend You then get flown to London Two nights accommodation In a five star hotel No less Two tickets on the Friday night To a West End musical Of your choice Two tickets to the FA Cup final The following day Back to the hotel And then return flights To Glasgow On the Sunday An unbelievable prize And all you have to do Is text the word FINAL To 84902 That's FINAL To 84902 The text costs Your standard network rate Plus £5 donation Like I said Every single penny of that Goes to Cash for Kids Now you must be over 18 And live within Glasgow And the West To enter Terms and conditions And online entry At Clyde1.com And lines close At 6pm tonight So you've got 40 minutes To enter That's FINAL Text the word FINAL To 84. 902. More of your calls coming up after these. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Backing Scottish football all season long. Please gamble responsibly. Hugh Evans, Murdo McLeod and Derek Johnson are here with me, Gordon Duncan, in the studio. Gordon Diel is still at Ibrooks as well. And of course, we're keeping an eye on the Cash for Kids Sports Auction. 20 minutes left for most of our prizes. You've got an extra 15 if you're on the text competition for the road to Wembley. Let's hear from Alan Archibald. What a sore one it was for Partick Thistle down to Rugby Park. They were level at one point at one all. And it finished 5-1 to Kilmarnock. Here's Alan Archibald. I don't want to dress it up too much. We've been beat 5-1 over one of our closest rivals, so... And without taking any of command, we were well in the game. But if you defend the way we did for most of the goals, apart from the penalty, it's ridiculous. Um, and it doesn't matter how good you play in the game, and your four players aren't going to have any chance to defend like that. It was abysmal. Yeah, because you got right back into it quickly as well to give yourself a chance to then lose a goal you played quickly. Yeah, but look, we had a wonder goal. We, the defending for the first goal was bad. Um, the ball up. The second ball on the cross, it was three things that are, we could have dealt with better. And then we scored a wonder goal, um, it was a soft free kick I thought, um, but we don't follow it in. Um, Thomas has uh, made a save and we don't help him out um, by picking up the seconds after that. And look, I thought we came out brightly for the second half as well, but the man of the third goal is ridiculous. It's a punt out of the goalie's arms. We, I thought we started the second half brightly enough. Um, 
and look what we're going to get back in it, and then the goalie kicks a long ball and, and they score off it. The heads just seem to go down after them. Yeah, yeah, look, I think the sub, we made a few subs at the same time, it didn't help. Um, I don't think it's a penalty, by the way, but regardless of that, um, they've got to stick together. And I thought they lacked a wee bit of leadership at that time um, and stand up and be counted. And they've got another tough game coming Wednesday night and they've got your still ready for it. Last week you were desperate, you've got six first team players still out. Are you, are you close to getting any of them back in? I don't think so. I, don't, I, I think we might have our captain back shortly, but um, we need the all clear for surgeon for that. So um, it is hard. Look, we, we know that we can only play with certain players at the moment. That's where we are. But we've just got to go on with that. Andy is a Partick Thistle fan in Coke Bridge. Hi, Andy. Hi, Gordon. How are you feeling after that? Is that a stupid question? It probably is. It won't be my first and it won't be my last, but explain it. Put it this way, in the 30-plus the years that I've been going to Thistle games, that's only the second time I've left early. I was disgusted. Absolutely disgusted. And Alan Archibald, yes, he's a Thistle legend, but I now think it's time for him to, to step down and go. He's... I, I, I don't think he's got the players playing for him anymore. I, I think he's lost the dressing room. I, I really think it's time for him to go, and I'd, I'd just like to, to see what the panel think about that, particularly Murdo being a, an ex-Thistle uh, manager himself. Murdo? And uh, ob- obviously it's a, a, a sad day for Thistle to go down there, because I think a, th- a few years, th- Thistle fans going down, expected to get something... Expected yep. to get something down at Kilmarnock Because they know Kelly's not got a good home record So that was a chance today And I think it's at the margin I think the margin's really poor uh, no, to, to lose 5-1 away from home But I think the, the big thing When teams like Thistle Lose so many players through injury Through problems Then that, that's going to hurt you Because Thistle's not got the, the finances to, to build, bring players in But Archie's got to get the team Rallying a wee bit before Christmas, eh, before New Year, Christmas, before this breakdown, because if they go out there and they're just going to lose week in week out, they've got to start grinding and they've got to start getting even draws, just to move move them on a wee bit. Because I think they've won two all season, so that's, that's not good enough. Thistle had a, one of their best seasons ever last season to get in the top six, and since they, they achieved that, they've not they've won only two games. Andy, let me ask you a question because I'm. I think I'm right in saying You'll maybe be able to correct me if I'm wrong Although it's been a bad start to the season I think Thistle are only three points worse off Than they were at this point last season And of course they went on to finish top six What is it about the team that makes you think Such a comeback this time just isn't possible? Again it pains me to say it I think last year was I I, I think it's a one-off I don't think we'll ever do anything like that again But I I, I just I, I don't know where they're going to start again because you look at the fixtures that we've got coming up and I wouldn't say that any of them are you know I, I can see he's picking up points here or I can see he's picking up there I mean we've got Motherwell, Dundee and Celtic uh, as, as our next three games and, and looking at them you, you know you're, I, I just don't see where the points are going to start coming from on and the, the, on the, the teams round about us are, are picking up points as well so we're, we're, we're now adrift yeah, and the, you, if you listen to Alan Archibald there, Andy, he mentioned the word abysmal. He mentioned the word ridiculous. He said that the team lacked leadership. If you take in the, the five games after the split last season and the 16 that Partick Thistle have played this season, they've won two out of 21 matches. Now, any other manager would have been gone by now. But on the bright side for Alan Archibald, uh, David Beatty, your chairman, Andy, 
Yep. Strikes me as a man who would rather give Alan Archibald the benefit of the doubt than the bullet. Yeah, but how how long do we give him the benefit of the doubt for? Like you say, two wins since the split last mm. season. It, it, it's not good enough. Andy, did I, did I not hear him say that uh, you know they're without six players today? That the only choice they had was the players that went out. Oh, the injuries have been brutal. The injuries have been yeah. horrendous. And you've got to take that into consideration. If it's the better players in the side and they're not playing, then of course you're not going to win many yeah. games. Andy, how much attention do you pay to that? I mean, the captain, Abdul Osman, being one and various others. It's a difficult one because you can't really offer it as an excuse because we know that results are the, are the bottom line. But Alan Archibald... He's not. He's not had much luck in that department, has he? No, I, and and I know we've got a lot of our first team regulars who are out sidelined with injury, but the players who were who were in the team, I, I wouldn't have said anything. You would go, or he's a second great player, or or I'd rather have him on the bench. That they're, they're all players that that can that can do the job for Thistle, but they, they just don't seem to be doing it. And the, most of these are the same players that were there last season. Okay, thanks to Andy Partick fan Naturally a very disappointed Partick mm-hmm. fan in Cote Bridge Less than 15 minutes to go On some of the prizes on the auction Most of them close at quarter to six All but one in fact Close at quarter to six on the phone lines Let's get a, a final update if we can from Lorraine Yes we do The road to Hamden The prize is currently sitting at £1,000 Thanks to John from the Celtic Peter Scarf supporters bus and the other one you need to bid and you need to get bidding quickly if you want to get to see Liverpool um, in a game this season it's sitting at currently £1,450 thanks to Gary Walker Butchers There we are so that's how the the situation lies with just over well just depends what way you look at it just over 10 minutes to go or just under 15 uh, 01415652356 we'll catch up with Lorraine and get a full round up but back to the phones in the meantime, Stuart is in Lark Hall. Hi, Stuart. How are you doing, panel? All right? Yeah, not bad. Um, on my way back to Ibrooks, again, I was calling up to mention about Carlos Pena, but it was hurting the head earlier on. It wouldn't have lasted 45 minutes for me. Um, bringing Morelos on, glad he got a goal again, maybe a wee confidence booster for him, but Carlos Pena is so destroying to watch. Sitting in the stands, he is so destroying. And another point as well, I badly feel we missed Ryan Jack today. Uh, Gordon Dale, let, yeah, let, let me ask Gordon, because Gordon, that's that's a couple of callers in a row that are actually, their, their main thought coming away from the game is, is Peña rather than the, 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 win. the outcome, so yeah, is yeah, that you, show? T- you touched on it, Gordon, you've got to say Rangers are sitting second, uh, they've won three in a row, um, they've got a you know, an under twenties coach taking the, the the team. So there's a lot of positives there. But if Ryan Jack, the minute he gets back from his suspension, I don't see Pena anywhere near uh, this team. And what'll probably happen is before he gets back, he'll score a couple of goals one game, and everybody will be on shouting to me that he's a wonderful football player. <laughs> he just he, he, he baffles me. He just looks like a boy that I hate saying this. Just is not interested in playing football. Can well, I say? Can I ask you something as well, Gordon? When uh, McCrory went off, yeah. I think here and then he got knocked a couple of weeks ago, but he's managed to play through it. Obviously, he couldn't finish a game today. Barjonas came on. How did he do? He looked very good, yeah, uh, Derek. I think he's decent, yeah. Yeah, it's the first time I've uh, actually watched the kid, and uh, he looked very composed. He looked uh, very good on the ball. He didn't look out of place at all. So, no, um, for the, the the length of time he was on, he played very well. I think that you've Graham Murty, as I say, 
is in for a job if he gets results. But I'll say one thing today. He noticed it wasn't working with the diamond and he changed it in the second half to the 4-2-3-1. It wasn't greatest performance, but they grind out a result mm-hmm. and they went second. That's a positive. But people come on this phone and they say, well, hold on a minute, uh, DL, you're either you know putting the, putting the players down or a performance down. You should have heard the stadium. It was that some of the shouts and the moans and the groans was was incredible. So it's so it's not me. I'm only voicing opinion. But Rangers got the three points today after a real, real, you know, a busy week of uh, being in the papers for all the wrong reasons. Let's hear from Graham Murty. It's three points. It wasn't a performance that um, <coughs> stirred the blood in many ways. It wasn't at the level of the two previous performances. But the players found a way to win, which um, I'm pleased for them in that regard. But we know that we can play better, albeit and I'll credit Ross County in the way they set up and the way they played. I thought they were they were good today, um, but we managed to grind out a win. Is that three wins in a row that's psychologically you've not had? How are you feeling about that? Perhaps now the press will stop mentioning it. It's <laughs> it, it's it's three wins. It's it's nine points for the players, and that obviously puts them in a better state of mind psychologically, and that's great for them. But we know we can do better. We know we can move the ball at a better tempo. We have to make sure we recover properly and go and try and make it four wins because it's going to be a big, difficult game on Wednesday. But we have to make sure we're ready for it. And I've got no doubt if we show a level of intensity that we're capable of, it'll be a really good game and a good occasion for us. Good to see Morelos back on the score sheet as well. It's fantastic for him. He missed one just previous to his goal. Um, but whatever you say about him, he keeps on getting into those areas consistently. I think it's up to us to be a little bit better with our final pass and our final decision because we got into some really good situations later on um, and never quite executed to the right degree. But he's got a goal. Hopefully he can now go on another run for us. No. I don't think you're paying Ross County enough credit. I thought their setup was very good. They're obviously very well coached. They frustrated us. But we kind of played into their hands by taking too long on the ball, taking too many touches. We passed the ball for the sake of passing the ball rather than to try and disrupt their shape. And I thought we had to make a change at half-time, so we did. Our shape was a little bit better offensively, but I wasn't happy with or without the ball. We weren't at the right level compared to where we were in the previous two games. That's something we'll have to look at collectively. But I thought that the players managed to get themselves over that hump that the press keep on talking about. Eight minutes left on some of the prizes The road to Hamden That terrific Scottish Cup final prize And the You'll Never Walk Alone Liverpool prize Eight minutes left on them You've got an extra few minutes If you're texting in for the road to Wembley We'll get a final update as soon as we can But Scott is in Cathkin Hi Scott Hi guys What's, Hi, your, what's your, your your opinion What you've been seeing in the last couple of days Scott? Um, Aberdeen games uh, Also pretty happy with that um, Showing a bit of character um, Digging in when we need to um, But Fairly pleased, and Hugh Keevans is saying the Rangers fans with Darren McKinney said, Well, kind of, I don't know if I kid on that we're happy. I was delighted whenever I got Darren McKinney. I was beating my horn as soon as I found out, delighted whenever I got him. So I've got a suggestion for new manager and also about the contract. Um, with regards to the contract, I think we're, we're crazy when we're learning, we're handing three year contracts to everybody. I think we should be doing what Celtic are doing and rolling out rolling contracts. And if you prove yourself, then it gets extended. So that's the first point. And for new manager, I'd like to see us consider Stevie Clark. I was surprised in Kilmarnock got hold of him. I was, in fact, I was amazed. And I'd like to see us consider him because I think he's, he's also done really well. And I actually thought he'd done well in England as well. 
Uh, what do you think of that? First of all, it's not factually correct that Celtic dealing rolling contracts. Uh, Kieran Tierney's on a six-year. No, we're talking about the manager. Talking manager. Brendan Rodgers is, is in a longer-term deal now. Yes, but he was on a rolling contract and he came. That is my point. You put the guy on a year's rolling contract, and if he proves himself, you then give him a three-year contract, whatever it would be. But you don't give him a three-year contract, and then a year's time he's gone, like Pedro. Well, I'm not uh, learning. If you have absolute belief in your manager, uh, then you know you'd, you'd be quite happy to give him the contract. It's a show of faith, isn't it? Yeah. That, that we attract. That, that a certain a, but anyway, what about the, the Stevie Clark suggestion? Uh, Stevie Clark. If I mean, Kilmarnock fans at the moment are screaming at the radio, saying, yeah. "Don't even." Yeah, yeah, but they are. When Ronnie Dyla left Celtic, if you had said to the Celtic supporters, Stevie Clark, a lot of them would have gladly taken Stevie Clark. I mean. Brendan Rodgers was like winning the lottery But before The lottery ticket came up If you'd said Stevie Clark A lot of Celtics fans would have said that's good If you'd said Stevie Clark for the Scotland job When uh, Gordon Strachan was under pressure People would have said Yeah I can well understand that So uh, I can well understand why You would link Stevie Clark To Rangers because He's an outstanding coach With a tremendous CV He's worked in the best places uh, so if Rangers fancy the idea Rangers should do something about it You know what you believe it or not In the break Murdo said that to me He says I know somebody would be great for Rangers Stevie Clark When you look at what he's got down south The people that he can bring up here You know the, the people that he's worked with The top class managers He says he would be a great one for Rangers And he was right I thought he would be, a, he would be a great I never thought of him before uh-huh. But uh, I thought it was a good shout yeah Too late yeah. now Okay, okay Scott, Scott's right and it's saying about talking about Celtic Rangers should copy Celtic They don't need to tell the whole world what they're doing But they should copy Celtic and do the right things Thanks to Scott and Kathkin for his thoughts Five minutes, in fact four minutes left On those two main prizes The Road to Hamden And You'll Never Walk Alone The Liverpool Prize Only four minutes left 0141 565 2356 We're going to round things off after these Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Bet and play and pull a result out of the bag. Please gamble responsibly. Quarter to six on Clyde One Super Scoreboard and that means our big auction prizes on the phone lines are closed. Let's cross to the auction room and get a final update and hopefully a total on what we've raised this afternoon with Lorraine. Hi Lorraine. Hi Gordon. Yes, the lines have now shut. We have the final... Prices, we have a total. So, where did we end up? Well, the Road to Hamden, the big prize for the Road to Hamden. Thank you very much, Ailey and Linwood. That went for a wonderful £2,000. And the big Liverpool FC package, the big uh, day there at the football down in Liverpool, that went for a fantastic £1,450, thanks to Gary Walker's Butchers. Now, just recap some of the, the big prizes that went earlier on today. The one that created a lot of stir was the Brazil Legends signed shirt thanks to George McCartney £1,900 the four ball at the Cash for Kids Day at Glen Eagles next year uh, went to went for £1,000 thanks to John from the Celtic Peter Scarf supporters bus the LGV training went for £1,250 thanks to William Carmichael and there's a Chris Hoy bike also went for £1,000 again thanks to John from the Celtic bus so the moment you've been waiting for 
Obviously, we still have the Road to Wembley package to be announced, uh, or the, the text line. So apart from that, the overall total that we have raised today, and we are so grateful for every single penny, because as I said earlier on, every single penny that we raise here, and with your help, stays to help underprivileged children in Glasgow and the West. So today, we raised a fantastic £21,165. There we are, fantastic A big thank you to everyone Who has managed to win On the sports auction this afternoon Hugh Keevans We we like to have a laugh On this programme And we don't take things Too seriously But I'm a bit overwhelmed By that That's fantastic Uh, Yeah, it's great And uh, by the time We do the road to Wembley uh, That sum will be Considerably improved Uh, So As I say The the reason why We're doing this Is shameful yeah, absolutely shameful. Eighty odd thousand kids will benefit from today. Wonderful, but, wonderful. But we're not going to politicise and apportion blame to anyone. We are going to offer practical assistance, yeah. and the best form of practical assistance is money. Money makes things better. Right. A big thank you to everyone who has bid on the auction. But remember, there is still time. There is exactly twelve minutes for you to get involved on the road to Wembley. If you haven't heard this. Throughout the day Listen up This is a really Really top prize The road to Wembley You and a friend Heading off in style To the FA Cup final in May Thanks to James Mortimer You start your weekend On the Friday morning With a champagne breakfast At 29 in Glasgow You fly to London Two nights In a five star hotel No holding back here Two tickets on the first night To a West End musical Of your choice Two tickets to the FA Cup final At Wembley And then back up the road To Glasgow We fly you back up On the Sunday as well And really outstanding prize And don't worry Don't be put off By some of the Eye-watering sums of money You've heard This only costs £5 It's a £5 donation Plus your standard network rate So to win you just text the word FINAL to 84902 That's FINAL to 84902 Every penny goes to cash for kids You must be over 18 and live within Glasgow and the West to enter Terms and conditions Online entry at Clyde1.com And the important pit Lines close 6 o'clock 11 minutes That's how long it took me to read that You've got 11 minutes We've lost a minute already 11 minutes Text the word FINAL to 84902 Gary's in steps Hi Gary uh, how you doing? Not um, bad. Right, I'm just back to the Rangers game. Kind of relatively happy. We've won two one. The game itself was pretty boring. As cause I've said before, Penny's had a shocker. Um, not much of the team played well in the second half. Uh, the first half, sorry. Um, Murray's obviously changed a bit, but my main point is Kenny Miller. Um, obviously, I don't know if Gordon's still there. Yes, I'm still here. Um, Gordon, obviously, been at the game yourself. You've seen the same as me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see. Miller has offered again in this 90 minutes the same again with the two Aberdeen games I mean the guy's the captain of the team you don't see him pointing his fingers shouting at anybody until the last three or four minutes to were 2-1 up I well, just I don't see where we go with Kenny Miller if he's playing as a two up front he's yeah. constantly holding if you're playing as a striker with another partner up beside you and he's not pulling his weight your chances are next to nil and I just I don't see why this guy hasn't been dropped. I've got young Ryan Hardy who's battered goals in at Wraith Rovers in our under twenties. He's not getting a sniff, neither's Herrera and Miller's constantly he's out in the lines, he's not getting into space, he's not getting any link up play. I honestly I don't see what he's given to us in the last few weeks at all. Well the thing I, uh, I say about Kenny Miller and Kenny Miller come in for a bit of criticism today uh, of that we know um, but the one thing I will say about him at 1-0 down and to be fair to Ross County they were looking okay 
when the lad gave the ball away, it was Kenny Miller It pounced on it right away. He was the first to react. He plays it down to Contias, he plays it across, and all of a sudden Rangers 1-1, and this place explodes, and the fans get right behind the players, and they went on and grabbed the late winner. But you're not alone, because even sitting behind us in the gantry, I could hear the shouts, uh, you know, Kenny Miller come in for a lot, a lot of abuse this afternoon with his play. The one thing that you look at Kenny now is, as he's got older, he plays where he wants to play. And sometimes I don't think that benefits the team. I think that disrupts the, the patterns and the plays. And you're right, when you're playing up front, you want somebody to link up with you, you want somebody to be near you, you want somebody to play wee one-twos round the corner balls. Kenny goes and plays in the wing, he drops into midfield, he basically plays where he wants. And the Rangers fans are starting to go on his back. But remember, this was a guy that everybody come on the phone in uh, when Murty took over uh, at Murrayfield, brought him back in, and he played very, very well that day. He was excellent. And everybody was shouting, why was he ever left out the team? A couple of months down the road, we've now got people sitting in the stands saying, why is he in the team? Let's hear from Owen Coyle. Listen, late on at 2-1, we'll get a stone more penalty. Get me a big Andrew Davis running into to score Alves, not even looking at the ball and throws him to the ground. So, it is what it is, we never got it. Uh, that being said, we certainly showed a, a lot of good qualities today. And uh, the disappointment is, you know, that we've kind of allowed Rangers back into the game by uh, the young kid's going to be a very very good player but he's made a bad mistake and Rangers have capitalised on that I've got to say with Kandair's raided in the wing lovely cut back and a great finish a great striker's finish so we'll take nothing away from the quality of that but that's kind of self-inflicted for ourselves you know when we're in good possession of the ball and uh, when we passed it moved I mean we looked really pleasing in the eye a lot of great great moves today a number of chances in the game and even at 2-1 you know we, we forced the issue again and uh, you're always, Rangers are always going to be dangerous in the counter-attack. We committed a lot of people forward at that time, but we had a number of chances to, to get that equaliser, which would be more than more than fair in the game. But that's football. You know, you've, you don't deal with the, the small margins. You get punished, and that's what we did today. I mean, even the, the second one, uh, it's possibly a free kick in the wide area, but we're still going to defend that better in the post. Fox makes a good save, and even then, you know, when he makes a save, we've got to react to uh, to that next ball better. And Rangers did, and, and obviously there was it Wilson. I think got the header on it, and it goes in the back of the net. So uh, that's the, the the small margins that you have to be better at. But what I do know is that if we continue to play at that level and, and brush up those little things, there's a lot of points and a lot of games to be won because they're they're hard working, they're very conscientious, and we have bits of quality, and we'll look to add to that in January as well. So you know, the the disappointment is always you know nobody likes losing games, but there's certain ways to. Uh, if you are losing a game, you make sure that you're putting everything into it, and, and they did that today. So I certainly can't fault what they offered. You know, you can put your name to that type of performance, uh, but we certainly deserve more than, than we got from the game. I think that was very evident. Owen Coyle there saying his side were denied a stonewall penalty. Gordon, that a, a decision you have an opinion on? Uh, no, because there were so many bodies in the box, Gordon, you literally could not see it. And it eventually broke to a Ross County player and he fired it past the post and I thought it was getting in for the equaliser. But the one thing I did notice was the Ross County players reacted to the referee and tried to claim the penalty kick. I don't know if it was in desperation, I'd need to see it again because from where we were sitting, Ronnie and I, it was impossible to call. Evans, it doesn't sound like um, Owen Coyle's too happy with what he witnessed at Ibrox this afternoon. Although he did praise his own side and said they were easy on the eye. And for a manager to say of his own team, easy on the eye, uh, that's a positive. He also said, and we'll add to it in January. And that's the concern for Partick Thistle. They've been hammered 
by Kilmarnock today Five goals taken off them Kilmarnock will get better And will add to their squad in January As will Ross County You have owned Coyle's word for it Dundee with Neil McCann Will I think move in an upward direction So the problem for Partick Thistle at the moment is Everybody's got something going for them Except the team who have won two Of their last 21 matches Okay, a big thank you to Hugh Evans, Murdo McLeod and Derek Johnson For joining me, Gordon Duncan On this afternoon's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Thanks to the top team all around the grounds And latterly Gordon DL who is also still with us there At Ibrox will send him on his way It's been a great day of football Lots to debate, lots to discuss But some things, people, are just a bit more important than football So a massive thank you to everyone who got involved in our Cash for Kids sports auction We are truly humbled, overwhelmed, all of the above To have received £21,000 More than that, £21,165 It's been a fantastic effort Every single penny of that goes towards helping children Who need it the most at a time of year That's supposed to be a bit special So thanks again And remember, we've still got that text competition running For another four and a half minutes Get your texts in quickly If you want to win the Road to Wembley Text the word FINAL to 84902 That's FINAL to 84902 A £5 donation Plus your standard network rate You must be over 18 and live within Glasgow in the West T's and C's and online entry at Clyde1.com The lines close in four minutes time Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com backing Scottish football all season long. Please gamble responsibly.